The Rojo Show, episode 88. Greetings and salutations. Hold on, I'll hit the monitor first. Hold on. Check, check. There we go. Now I hit myself in the headphones. Let me turn. Turn up those headphones. Turn them shits up. There we go. The Rojo Show, episode 88. I am your host, Rojo. Um... I am your DJ, Rojo. I am your trainer, Rojo. I'm Rojo, baby. I'm like a Swiss Army knife. Got it all. Keep it in the pocket. Pause. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about, guys. A lot of stuff to talk about. Um, and I am so excited to talk to you about it. Sorry. Mm. Um... Long-time listeners, let's give you a little roadmap. Uh, we're going to talk about parents' dress codes at school. We're going to talk about labia reduction. We're going to talk about women supporting women. Support in quotes. And we're going to talk about this police officer that was fired <clears throat> once everybody found out that he was dating a white girl. I don't need to tell you what color he was. So, <clears throat> um, just some general catch-up. You know, with me, um, life is uh, weird, and it's always gonna be weird, right? Um, hold on. Um, personal training thing has been going pretty well. Got some clients. Uh, trying to change some people's lives, guys. You know, um. I try to take that, I try to take it, like, seriously, you know, I try to, like, be really involved, um, because I think health is really important, like, I know I was, like, overweight at some points, but I always, like, faked and went to a gym, you know, even if I was going and not really doing shit, um, I always kind of went, and, like, now, I, it's gotten more intense, like, over the last two years, and now that I'm training people and stuff, I just, you know, I just want people to like establish that initial that initial habit, and then it kind of uh, it kind of takes over. You know, I always say once you notice like your first little cuts or whatever, you know, you kind of be hooked from there. You kind of want to keep the progress going. So I've been trying to get that uh, into the minds and the the psyche of my clients and the people in my little fitness classes and whatnot, and uh, it's been going pretty well. So um, hit me up if you need any help if you need any advice if you want to talk some shit um i do have a tendency to, to uh talk too real to my clients i hear um uh, and i'm, I'm kind of using that uh <laughs> using that feedback nothing crazy but it's just like you know don't come to me saying no dumb shit like you want to lose 20 pounds in 10 days like you know you could do it but you're gonna be sick and it's gonna come back on as soon as you get it off so you know, just use some discretion. Just don't be talking crazy, you know. But, yeah, you know, especially, like, with, you know, black people already kind of being unhealthy. Um, it's really, we really need to, like, educate ourselves more on the shit we eat. And even, even like, like, I'm not saying, like, never eat certain shit again. But, like, you got to be aware of that shit. Like, okay, for instance. My mom makes sweet potatoes. 
you know, like, like I guess like yams or candy, candy sweet potatoes. I don't know how niggas, I don't know how that shit really breaks down and what the difference is, but she makes sweet potatoes. And, um, bruh, when I saw how many sticks of butter and how much sugar she puts in there, it like literally, it literally, I, I, I had like multiple reactions to it. It was just like a, the first was just like a, what? Are you serious? This is, this is what goes in here? Which I should have known because that's, it's one of those things where like as soon as it gets cold and goes in the refrigerator, the next day when you take it out, it's got like the, the grease and the oil is all like solidified on the top, you know? And once you heat it up, it all melts down, and then it gets all, you know, soft and good and, and sweet and luscious again. But as soon as it gets cold, it gets all hard. That's what it does in your body, you know? And just looking at all the sugar that she put in there. Like, my initial reaction was, you know, that. But then my next reaction was, whoa, I'm really going to have to work out before or after this. And even, like, even her, like, even my mom, like, she's way more conscious about it. Like, she makes just enough for, like, because she only, we only really have them on, like, special, you know, like, holidays, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas or maybe somebody's birthday, they'll request them or some shit like that. But um, she makes just enough for, like, that night and maybe the next two. And maybe maybe not even that many if everybody takes some home. Like if my aunt and my cousin take some home, but like she doesn't. She she used to make like a big pan of that shit, like enough for like a week. And she don't do that shit no more. She makes just enough, which is awesome. But again, it's moderation. You know, like twice a year we eat that shit, and oof. there. But there are people, there are people that eat that every Sunday. At least, maybe more, maybe more than that a week. And that's just that. Like, we're not even talking, that's just one dish. We're not even talking about the macaroni and cheese, the the baked macaroni and cheese. We're not talking about the smothered pork chops. Like, you know, we got to get a hold on that shit. I understand that it has, like, some... It definitely has, like, some cultural connotation to it. We definitely have some kind of, like, cultural connection, shameless plug, to, um, quote-unquote soul food, which which happens to be, you know, it's best when it's the most unhealthy. But that shit needs to be, like, a celebration. That shit shouldn't be, it, 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 it cannot be a constant in your life. It cannot be a constant in your diet. And I feel like that's the same. That's probably across the board with minority, uh, like uh, like minority tradi- traditional minority food. Like um, refried beans aren't good for you. I'm trying to talk to my my Mexican homies. Um, like more some of the more elaborate dishes, but I guess it's not terrible. I mean, corn isn't good for you, so all those corn tortillas can't be great. And then there's a lot of cheese, and there's a lot of sauces that have a lot of... I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? None of that shit should be a steady diet. You got to get a hold of that shit. Except cultures, I guess, that grow up, like, right off water. 
because they have more of a steady diet of like fish and like you know like ground up roots and yams and shit like that. I don't know, but oh well, that's, that's, that'll take us right into our topic of black women that work out. Now, this is a very sensitive topic, and I would like to approach it as such. Because I don't want no problems with none of y'all, okay? I don't. And um, I just want to keep it real, and I want to keep it sensitive, and I want to uh, I want to delicately delve into this this topic. Uh, I don't even want to go into who brought the topic up. It's not important. But um, I put out a post on Facebook and Instagram, and let's just let's just check on that real quick just to confirm it. Um, asking about minority women and when i said minority that was just so i wouldn't blatantly say black but so that i could you know do the the hard breakdown on my own you know what i'm saying now i'm not even going to nitpick the the workout itself okay I said, who works out? I said, comment on, uh, but like this post, black women or minority women that work out at least twice a week. Now, I'm not even going to nitpick the fact that twice a week really ain't, really ain't all that. Well, no, no, no. Okay, let's, let's, take, it, let's take it from the top down. Okay, I'm not going to nitpick the workout. Okay whatever you do when you get in there okay we will account for it but i know that a lot of people aren't working out hard i know that there are a lot of people that commented on this or like this page that go to the gym and if you were to put if you were to rate a workout one to ten, I guarantee you that they don't spend more than half of whatever time they're spending in the gym. I guarantee you they don't spend more than half of it above a six. Now, I know I said a lot right there, but I'm saying if you rate a workout one to ten on intensity, I know that when these people go into the gym, they are not spending more than 50% of whatever time they're doing in there above six on that scale of intensity. So at a seven or an eight, they definitely not get into a nine or a 10. I know this. I know this. Okay. I know this. Now. That being said, I'm not going to scrutinize that. I'm also not going to scrutinize the fact that twice a week really ain't nothing. Not not nothing. I'm not saying, okay, I take that back. It's not, it's not nothing. But if you're going twice a week and you're not getting above that six, you are not affecting your body the way you think you are. 
or the way you could be, the way you need to be. You are doing enough not to die. Which is great. Please stay alive. But if you are just going to the gym twice a week and you are only going to that six zone, you're doing good. I'm not saying stop doing that. Please continue to do that. But imagine if you pushed a little harder. And there goes my silence, but I'm not going to stop. I'm on a roll. Now, excluding on, on Facebook, I got eight people. And then the Instagram would need a little bit more combing because of the stipulations I mentioned earlier. I, 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 I said... I said uh, minorities more so, and I, I truly meant, I truly meant um, black women. So, looking at that, I had 23 people on the first one. I said I had seven. Um, on the Instagram, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, okay, 13, maybe 14. Jesus. Okay, so out of the 21 people, um, one of them I trained. So that takes us to 20. Um, um, one of them, it will behoove her, is, is, is one of them is a, <laughs> is a survivor. So it will behoove her to, to work out. I mean, she should probably, she should definitely work out. If she didn't work out, she'd be an asshole. Um, one of them is a semi-professional football player. So she kind of has to stay in a certain amount of shape in order to to do her job. Um, I mean, one of them has had a crazy body since high school, so that's not really surprising. That's really just maintenance. She just want to be thick, and then she's okay. So I'm look, I'm not really getting into into scrutinizing the the list, but I'm gonna tell you. Um, it's, it's not even a lot of people. It's not a lot of people. It's enough. It's good. But there are people who I've seen in here on the, who work out and have improved. And I've seen people on here that work out and have been the same way as they've been in years. It's not consistent. And whatever they doing, them two or three days that they going, they not doing what they need to be doing. They're not doing it at a higher level. Now, sisters, look, like we need to step it up anyway. We have higher cases of heart disease. We have higher cases of uh, stress, stress in the womb, prenatal stress, post-traumatic stress syndrome, any kind of stress that is available. We got more of it. 
And working out alleviates a lot of that shit. And I'm not saying work going to Planet Fitness and walking on the treadmill. I'm not plugging a gym. Fuck a gym at this point. I'm saying you need to be working yourself out strenuously. Multiple times a week. Um, I guarantee you will feel better. As a black man that knows black women, I know that working out would improve their lives and has improved their lives. I want to have my sister on here because she has uh, seen some results from working out. And she notices the difference when she works out by herself and when she works out with a trainer or with me or with, you know, with uh, with a purpose, with someone pushing her. And that's what you need to be doing in the gym. I, I, I worked out with this chick, this uh, Mexican chick at the gym. And um, I see her. And when she comes in, she usually just walks on a treadmill. She doesn't have a cra- Her body is decent. She doesn't, unless, unless, she's, like, unless she's had a baby and has like some crazy like stretched out belly, which I know is an issue. I, I don't know exactly what to do about that. I don't know if there is a workout solution that can fix that. But, um, like, unless that's the case, like, she has an okay body. But, like, she comes to the gym and I ask her, so what do you do besides, like, running a treadmill and, um, like, you know, like, uh, walk on that stair thing? And she's like, I do some this and this and this. And she says she did like the, what she was describing was lat pull down. She said she does arms. But then what she was describing was lat pull downs, which lat pull downs, if you do them, like, let's say if you do them 80 with like 70 to 80% form, there is a benefit there. But lat pull downs are really a, a very specific and kind of, it requires an intense mind-muscle connection to do them correctly and to do them to where you feel and see results. And you got to do a lot of them. And you have to do them with good form. And that's not an arm exercise. That's a, very, that's, a, that's a very specific back exercise. And she thought she was working arms. So I went and I worked with her for like 30 minutes, showing her some weight stuff, showing her some form stuff. And... I talked to her by and she said that, you know, weights can be, uh, you know, they can be intimidating, which I totally get. I totally get that weights can be intimidating. But are you going to let that stop you from from working out? Are you going to let that stop you from reaching your goals? And maybe you need a trainer. Look, having a trainer doesn't mean that you work out with somebody for the rest of your life. You can just get a trainer for a little bit. You can get a trainer for four months, six months. Learn from them. Figure some shit out. Take two, 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 take two sessions a week and um, you know, work out with them and then come in two days by yourself. I'm not talking about me. It could be me, but anybody. Now, this goes into some reasons why 
Motherfuckers might not go to gyms or might not work out or whatever. So I'll give you some. I'll I'll cop. I'll shoot you some bail. I'll shoot you a little bail. Um, you know, uh, first off, there is if we're if we are comparing down the middle, black women that work out to say white women that work out because just just you know just to remain transparent this conversation came up based on some of the workout videos i post of my class um i post the videos and you know they are they are primarily white women in these classes um and someone who i will not reveal their identity i will maintain their integrity their comment was you need to get some black women in there now, first off, I would love to have some sisters in the class. That is, I feel like that is a given. Um, but I don't control who signs up for the class, ma'am. And I, I can't give them away for free necessarily. I give away the ones free that I that I can, that I see that might be interested. But I've had a bunch of women come, uh, it's, since we're talking about black women, I've had a lot of black women come and... Um, you know, take a bunch of free classes. And then when I try to, to ask him about, you know, buying one class, maybe come, buying one class and coming to one class a week. Um, and I, I mean, like, pay for one class and then just come and just participate in one class. And I, I might not even hit you for it. They They say no. They don't come back. They don't put down the money. And then there's a lot of people who there, there's been, there have been a couple people who have black people, black women. One of them is African, just to be specific. I'm just if there if you believe that is a difference. If you think that Africans are cheap, this may be a vote in the other direction of that. I don't know. I don't know what you think about, but I'm just giving you specifics, trying to be transparent. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, and and, and my class is hard. You can modify it and make it easier, but you're going to feel my class the next day. Some people latch on to that. Some people are afraid of that. And I say that when I give them my schedule. I, I, there are little pamphlets with the exit schedule on it. I circle the days that I'm there and the classes that I teach. And I say, this is so you can know when I'm here. Whether you want to come and take the class or if you want to avoid it. This is the one I, these are the ones I teach. So, I mean, you know, is, is there a, is there an issue of disposable income to go to a quality gym? Possibly. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. But some people have the money and don't, and don't use it and don't spend it on that. Just just as an example, I have a uh, I have an awesome deal right now at Export for fifty nine ninety nine. That includes your membership. That that includes a class. I think one or I think one class a week gives you ex- access to the Fit Spa. But I'm sure you have other things to spend sixty dollars a month on, right? Some hair. You know what I'm saying. A couple meals that'll put you in the grave quicker, you know. Something with some cheese and some sauce on it. I feel you. I get it. I get it. 
I definitely spend money on shit that I that is not for the betterment of me. But I put money aside to make sure my health will be in order. If I'm broke, I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a uh, I'm gonna be a in shape broke motherfucker. I guess I don't know. But I'm, that that is beside the point. I will give you. I'll, I'll grant you that there there is a economic disparity in black communities where you may not have the disposable income to pay for uh, a quality gym that may offer some classes or some personal training for some people to push you to the next level. Because I think it's really ironic that there is a gym out there that is you know basically selling themselves as like the average Joe's gym, but they don't have nobody in there to like put these average joes up on game like even if you don't have personal trainers you should have coaches floating the floor to to really kind of um support the narrative of it being a fitness gym because there's a lot of people in there just walking and they've been walking and that's a good start, but now we need to take you to the next level. Now we need to maybe start jogging. Maybe now we need to do some other kind of cardio to get your knees ready so that you can start running. But, you know, at, at a certain point, just doing something ain't enough. I know everybody believes that. Well, as long as I do a little something, I get it. But the body gets used to that. And then you got to ratchet that shit up. You got to switch it up. Economic disparity, sure. Time disparity. Maybe you got kids. I don't think a lot of the women, I haven't asked them, but I know, I don't, I know that there are a lot of black women who have kids and may not have the time to work out um, or to, you know, establish some kind of workout time. Sure. I give you that too. Take it. Take that too. So what you going to do? You going to die? Because all that is for nothing if your health is shit. And the first thing you want to do is is get a booty. I'm just saying, man, we got to make some, we got to make some changes. We got to make some changes. I know a nigga with a Benz that straight up laughed at me when I told him that training would be $20 an hour. He he laughed in my face. And I'm like, really? I know trainers $80 an hour. And I'm not talking about no celebrity trainer. I'm just talking about niggas that get results. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not even trying to go there. Because I know, I know money is a real sense. Why you charging all that? You gotta be so busy, okay? Because that's quality. Ask old girl, I lost fifteen pounds fucking with me. Come on, man. I had six people in class at nine thirty in the morning. They want to do it. They one of them is black. She didn't even have a waist trainer on today. You know why? Cause she's seeing results. She's seeing results. Salts. But I'm just, yeah, I get it. I get it. Y'all don't have the extra money and um, you may not have the extra time. I get it, but there's some of you that do and still don't. So what's the issue there? 
Some of y'all are blessed with beautiful bodies. That's the same thing with everybody. Some people are blessed with just righteous bodies. And they just got to do a little tidbit here and there and touch up. Everybody don't, though. And we're already behind the eight ball because we're not treated fairly medically. And we genetically just have a bunch of shit that just kind of comes with the building. Our bodies be in that building. A lot of shit just already comes with issues. And the only way to fix it and combat that shit is to get those hormones in your body working. Working out, working out intensely releases a whole different kind of endorphin into the body than that just walking slow shit. You got to lift something heavy. You got to feel failure. Because that's what's tell when you feel failure, that's what tells your body, oh, shit, I might not be able to handle this. I need to I need to increase my um, my in my natural growth hormones to increase my muscles, to build muscles so that I can handle this if this happens again. And that's what you're doing to your body every time you tear muscles, little muscles. I don't mean tear muscles like I'm, I'm saying when you work out, you're breaking down the body. And you're when you break down the body, you're telling it, you're telling it, oh, shit, I didn't I couldn't handle this this time. I need to repair this and build more. So that I can handle this next time it happens. And then you continue to do that and your body continues to grow as long as you feed it the protein to grow. But if you're not challenging it, you're not doing nothing. You're not even reaching that that threshold to turn that on in the body. That's what you need to be doing. I'm not going to go on and on with this because I have I have other topics that I'm way more interested in. But I just want to drop this nugget. Like, I'm not at all hating. I'm just saying we need to find a way to make it happen. Find a way to make it happen. I do small groups. Do small groups. Get three or four of your friends because I know that the group aspect adds a lot, uh, uh, adds a, a deeper, darker criminal link to it, makes it more fun, makes it more engaging. But we got to find some way to keep ourselves alive. I'm trying to push my mama because she needs to be alive when I pop off these kids. Because, you know. Anyway, um, speaking of popping off kids, um, so. This video was posted, and I've heard of I've heard of uh, like vaginal rejuvenation, or like labia labiaplasty, or like or like the fixing of one's vagina. Now, um, to those of you that don't know that vaginas come in all different shapes sizes and colors and sometimes two tones um let rojo be the one to tell you that it happens okay um you know some vaginas have have butterfly wings some vaginas um look like just perfect little um citrus fruits cut in half just Um, some look like roast beef sandwiches turned sideways. Um, 
But yes, they come in all different shapes and sizes. And what the labiaplasty is, is it, it is a reduction of the labia majora. Which is like these like uh, these like wings that can come off of the vigige. Now, let me tell you, these wings can come in all different sizes. Okay, some of them just open up very nicely and slightly. You know what I'm saying? Just like a little, you know, like a little butterfly. No big deal. Some of them are like. Um, motherfucking concert drapes and you have to like pull them back like like uh like the motherfucking show is starting <laughs> um so they vary and they can cause some issues I hear if they get long enough which they can get long enough they can get caught in you know the size of your underwear they can be uncomfortable when you walk um, all types of shit. Now, I don't think I've ever messed with a chick who had, who had them so big or so, had them had them so long that they, you know, affected her walking or her playing sports and all shit like that. Um, but I have definitely dealt with some butterflies, for sure, for sure. Um, and there was one girl who might have had like a tail. I don't know. Anyway, not not like a tail, but like it had like. Uh, it was like a stingray. Like it had the wings up top, but then it might have had it might like came down to a uh, to a, like a, a thing. At the, I don't know, bro. I don't know. If you can see my hands right now, I'm fashioning it with my hands. But if you're just listening, all you hear is me and my uh, studio neighbor warming up the drums. Play that shit, funky drummer. Um, but yeah, so this surgery is to cut off, to cut off the wings and to leave it with like a, a nice little like porn vagina, like just, you know, just like lips, lips. And then at the top of the lip is just like the, the clitoris with like a little hood on, just a little hood, maybe like a skull cap. So it takes it from like a, that's a good, that's a good analogy. Okay. So some of them have, some vaginas have just a little skull cap and then just like the lips, right? Lips. And then right behind the lips is a skull cap. Boom. Clit with a skull cap. And then some of them have like a hoodie on. It's like the clit have a hoodie on unzipped. So like the, it's unzipped and it just like kind of hangs down. You know what I'm saying? And then some have a hood with a robe. And the robe comes all the way down. So they are cutting off the robe. Custom customizing the robe. This is custom tailoring right now. And this is how I can tell. Well, I don't know, because it is bitch ass niggas out there. Okay? Because I think that every vagina is a new endeavor. You never know what you're gonna get when you get down there. Sometimes you get down there, you got a little roast beef sandwich. Hey, where's the meat? I'm do your thing. Go for it. I'm hungry. Sometimes you get down there and you have just the most beautiful little fruit 
with just like a little a little butterfly landing on top of it. And sometimes you can just peel back the butterfly. Hello, butterfly. Good move, butterfly. Hey, hello, butterfly. And just yeah, okay. That then that's two. That's that two. But what are you gonna do? But then I think I think of I think of some of the shit that I've heard men do. I I can think of some of the shit I've heard men do, like at the most subtle disappointment or the most subtle curveball. So I can't imagine if they've courted some woman or got some woman to, back to the crib and then they pull off their panties and then it's like not the vagina that they've grown up envisioning. I know niggas have said some wild shit, but I mean, did the did did it look? What did it look like after? It looked it looked fine. It looked like a it looked like a a different kind of vagina, but it didn't look bad in the first place. It it didn't look horrible. Like personally, it was fine to me. You know what I'm saying? I put my napkin in my lap. I was like, oh, I was like, what are we doing? No, I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm joking. But it wasn't, it wasn't, I, I imagine that there's like, okay, let me see. This is how you can always test it. Um, What can I even put in here? Like long labia? Images. Because, you know, Google got it for you. Okay. Now I am looking on Google. And Google usually gives you like Google usually give you like the crazy shit. Let me see. Okay. Now I could see this being an issue. I could definitely see that being an issue. But um I'm not seeing a bunch of like crazy shit. Like, okay. Eh. Like hers was like that. It's not that's not like I don't think that's like surgery worthy. That's like, you know, that's like has something to grab both of them and just whoosh, and blow past them and see if you can make it make a sound. <laughs> But I mean, I don't know. I mean, did it look did it look did it look different after? Yes. I can't say whether it looked better. I will, I don't think it I don't know if it looked better. I mean, now the issue is the way her asshole looked. She was probably some kind of porn star cuz it looked like a booty hole had been abused before. You know, like it looked like poots come out like whew. <laughs> like it's not even really a poop. It's just a, a booty hole sign from all the stress. <sighs> I'm just happy it ain't nothing in me right now. Whew, I could breathe easy. That's <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. You know. I've I've never had an issue dealing with a little beef. You understand? Pause on that. You know what I'm talking about. Alright, um, Lab, uh, labia reduction. Um, women supporting women. All right. Women supporting women. Quote, unquote. 
supporting women. Um, you know, Facebook is a very interesting place because you see what people want to show you about themselves, you know? And sometimes people aren't even aware of what they be showing you sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's just say that there was someone who had suddenly take a turn, taken a turn in their life. And they had, certain, they, they had suddenly began to be very vocal, very supportive of black women and black entrepreneurs and cultivating this, this aura of life and love and creation and birth and was just really just putting their shoulders into this new identity which you can buy into in varying percentages you know like you can buy into you can believe it 100% you can believe it 10% i don't really give a fuck this is my question. The little bitch from uh, I don't mean see, I don't even mean to call her that. That's that was disrespectful. The little girl from Blackish had that movie that came out with Issa Rae, which I, admittingly, had zero chances of ever going to see i wasn't going to see that shit unless it was at gunpoint and even then he 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 had probably shot me in the leg because i tried to get away at least one time i there was no illusion that i was going to see that shit but i did imagine that a lot of people were going to take their daughters to see it number one because it is a story about it's, it's a kid movie number one Number two, I figured a lot of black people would go to show it, to see it, because, you know, it's, you know, it's a black girl from blackish, uh, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then I thought there would be a level of people that would take their kids to see it and even break down the fact that, hey, she wrote and produced this movie. You can write and produce movies, too. And this woman who. Who is. The authority of, of love and, and caring of children and is the, 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 the breath of life and, and is the picture of positivity and is the, the, the sister of the year and is the go black woman, go this. This woman takes time to post on Facebook and say that the movie was trash. Now, the movie could have been trash, but as sister soldier, as sister birthing mother of drag, a mother of, of, of water life, I would assume that you would be a little bit more uplifting about the black girl who wrote the movie and got it produced and got it made. Even if just from the position of this black girl got this done. Other black young black people can get things done too. This is an example of that. Now, I know that I am an asshole. And I know 
that people take pride in bucking back against me and my opinions. I know that I am a very hard person to agree with just because of it's me presenting the argument. I don't know exactly why that is, but I know that that is a reality that exists. But then to have your half-cocked photographer who took those terrible pictures hop on, who is a teacher in performing arts. She's some sort of performing arts instructor. She's going to hop on and talk about the movie being trash too. Would you tell your goofy-ass students that something that they put together was trash? I'm just saying, think about the hypocrisy. Like, you, you would go to such great lengths to just be on an opposite end of me that you would go against everything that you that is that is true in your life. What type of goofy ass dumbass shit is that? But that just shows, that just shows that y'all really don't be supporting each other. Y'all don't give a fuck about each other. Y'all don't get no y'all don't get no no consistent uh no consistent message. If y'all cared about each other, you wouldn't let her keep that po- that picture as her profile picture. Because you took a terrible picture. How do you have a picture where somebody looks tired and disinterested in the photo? And then you let this person use it as like, as like some kind of some like public something for them. Are you serious? But I know that you're not going to take this advice. So even when I saw it, I couldn't even really say nothing. Because I knew you were just going... Because I only, I only say negative shit to be negative. I don't say negative shit because the shit be wrong. I just walk around saying wrong, saying mean shit just to be mean. You're fucking retarded. I just thought that was, I just thought that was very interesting. Me working with kids, I wouldn't, I, I can't publicly trash, just outlandishly say negative shit about kids shit because kids might like it. Kids make shit. You got I mean, I, 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 I just, I just found that very, I just found that mind blowing that these people who claim to be so black, pro black and black supporting and strong black woman and blah, blah, blah. And this little black girl makes this movie and they, they have, they see no issue. They see nothing wrong with just openly, just recklessly bashing it. Just, oh, that shit was garbage. That shit was trash. Wow. And then other women were other people were commenting on it like, oh, well, I thought I was going to take my daughter. I thought it was good in theory, even if it's not a good movie or, you know, oh, I just thought it was a positive message. All these people saying that and they just holding their guns because I can't agree with Jerry because Jared is an asshole. I mean, get the fuck out of here. Please, please uh, cut off your nose to spite your face. Go for it. Enjoy it. Um, parent dress codes at school. Yo, I have come to some of these schools and I have seen some of the wildest shit. First off, first off, as a person that takes medicine, you can't come to the school smelling like medicine, especially not like like low quality medicine. 
Like I wouldn't want to show up. The only the only times I have shown up to places smelling like medicine is places where it really don't matter, like clubs or like restaurants or after hours spots, whatever. And if I'm gonna show up smelling like medicine, oh, it's gonna be good medicine, and you can tell. You can tell pulling up smelling like bad medicine and pulling up smelling like good medicine. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. But, like, I've definitely seen some parents come to school and some wild-ass shit. And you, oh, my God. Like, like, never mind the fact that most of these schools especially let's because this is this is only issue in hood in the hood and in black neighborhoods um never mind the fact that most of these schools have white teachers that think they're smarter than you anyway you come in here in your motherfucking pajama shorts and your hair bonnet smelling like squares you know with the flip-flops from getting your toes done but your kids are fucking terrors throughout the school. And everybody, everybody, when you say something to them about it, are so tired of hearing your kid's name. But you just got your nails done with your bonnet on and your halfway see-through pajama shorts. And you expect these teachers to respect you. And I'm not even I'm not even trying to make it a black or white thing right now. I'm just saying, I'm just saying teacher to parent. You expect these teachers to respect you when you come in any kind of way about these kids with these weird names. Come on, man. Like. Like, they like they. They, they coincidentally be the same parents, the same parents with the kids who can't sit down, who as soon as you tell them be quiet, they, they stand up and running around, who can't sit in one spot. They have the same mamas that show up looking crazy. What the fuck is up? Like, how do you expect this to be? How do you expect this to get better? How do you expect us to take you seriously as a parent when you don't take yourself seriously when you come to the school? It's sickening. It makes me sick. Literally. It makes me sick almost as much as the badass kids with the the same sneakers on that I got on. Like, nigga, how do you, who is buying you shoes when you can't sit down? You can't be quiet. You got something to say every time I got something to say. Who raised you? That'd be my problem. Because I recognize the ones that just be, be raised by these soft-ass mamas. And then I see them when they come to the school and they be treating the teachers like they be treating their mamas. They be running a little game on them. They be not listening to them. They be letting that shit go in one ear and out the other one.
some of them know they be bogus. And some of them respond right away when I come at them. And other ones know that I can't really do nothing. So they laugh in my face. And I don't even do that no more. Because I have been reprimanded and I have been described as too passionate. I've been literally told, I have been literally told not to care so much. So that's what I got to do. I, I see these little motherfuckers running around. I see when they mama come and pick them up. She come in and her flip flops. And I know it sounds like I'm just talking about the worst case scenarios, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking about what I be seeing. I definitely be seeing booty cheeks. I definitely recognize the arm fold because you ain't got no bra on and you trying to hide your titties because your nipples probably hard or they or they pierced, whatever. I be seeing it. And I be seeing how your kids be having fly clothes on because that's how you show how you love them. I be seeing it. And the teachers see it too. And they talk about you. They definitely talk about you. Don't think they don't talk about you. And don't think they don't hold it against just their kids. Don't think that they don't hold it against your kids. They definitely treat your kids different when they know that you don't care. And they say little slick shit. I've heard it. They've seen my face. They've definitely seen the face that I make when they say little slick shit. But I can't really defend it when y'all come in looking fucking crazy. God damn it. God damn it. Can't defend it when y'all come in looking crazy. Smiling in my face. No, and I'm not I'm not talking about because I'm so whatever. They don't see a lot of they don't see a lot of men in these places. And I mean I'm not ugly, like let's keep it a thousand. But yeah, and that's when I be dropping it on like, yeah, you know, some of these kids really have a hard time sitting down. I be wanting to say yours, yours. You know, some of these kids really be having a hard time focusing on. You know, I hope, the, I hope the parents be working right at home. I be trying to drop a little game on them. Whatever. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. They don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Start. Start. I'm not saying y'all got to go in there. You know, dressed to the nines, because I don't even know what that means to y'all. But please take that scarf off and please go in there with some clothes on. <sighs> Labia reduction, parent dress code, women supporting women, cop fire for interracial dating. I forgot where this dude was. Where was this dude? I think he was in some part of Atlanta. My Atlanta people, let me know what's going on in this part of Atlanta. Let me go to my page real quick. Because it was a lot of fishiness going on with this. Because it was like, uh, it was fishiness. Where is that? Hold on. That's the dress code. Where's the other thing? Cause I ain't know how to feel about it. Cause like I felt for him, but I ain't I couldn't feel for him like I would have felt for him. You know what I'm saying? 
like I wanted to feel for him, but as more information came out, it was like, man, you I'm not saying you deserve this, but like you kind of put yourself in a position for this shit to go down. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see what part of uh, Georgia he was in. Here we go. My G. Where was my G at? Hold on. Uh, Darien, Georgia. Okay. So this police officer in Darien, Georgia... And first off, when he say that his, the day he joined the, the police for the drug, the, the drug, whatever, the giddiness with which he said it let me know that he was a certain type of, of black man. OK, um, he was the type of black man that would take pride in not the. Not the embarrassment of other black men, but in being able to check other black men. He would take uh, he would take joy in in issuing another black man multiple tickets. Not saying he would need it. Not saying that you know take, having tickets are good or you should be let off for having tickets. But he seems like the type that wants to catch. He wants to position himself as a better, a better black man than other black men, or something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't. It's, it's hard to describe. He's, he he seems like he would take pride in in ruling other blacks and and smiling at a, a white official and saying, "Look what I do," in supposed to these. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why I get that vibe, but he's a cop, big buff, ex-military type of dude. In uh, in Darien, Georgia, and um, he is dating. He's on the police force. He's dating a white officer on the police force as well. Um, now somehow this became public, and all hell broke loose. Um. You know, he started, uh, he, he got pulled off of the drug unit because he probably really loved arresting black motherfuckers in, in, near Savannah. Uh, he said he quickly moved up the ranks. It was the best day of his life, being able to bust niggas. Um, and then he said, he describes it as one day he was the best thing, thing since sliced bread, probably white bread. And the next day, he couldn't walk and chew bubble gum. Um, he said uh, there were signs of the racism that he ignored. So after after they found out that he was boning this white chick, this white officer, they started uh, you know nitpicking all of his work, and he started noticing all these signs. Uh, of, of of racism like this Nazi flag that hung for years in the Darien Police Department and he quote blocked it out it had been up there for so long hmm. um, he got suspended for going to for, for driving his police car uh, while off duty 
Then he got demoted down to a patrol officer from a drug cop. That means he probably had to put the uniform back on. Jesus, I don't know, maybe. Um, then he, he they stopped letting him work off duty at this bar um, as a as a security guard, and um, eventually they developed enough of a paper trail to fire him. Now, once they said that there was a Nazi flag hanging up there for a long time, I totally threw the. Sh- I totally threw this out the window. He lost all credibility with me. How you let a Nazi flag hang and you don't say nothing? Or you be surprised when some shit like this happened? Get the fuck out of here, man. You, you, you allowed this to happen. You set the stage for this to happen. The, his, his boss was interviewed and was, was recorded saying that when he found out that his daughter was dating a black man, he became physically sick and vomited. And never mind all the other white dudes who probably want to knock this bitch down too. And then here come your big buff black ass and you hitting her. And they just imagining you sweating on her. Yeah, they was like, they're going to get you out of there. Get them out of here, boss. I don't like his smell. How did you think you was going to get away with that, bro? I'm just, I don't want to say it like that. I'm just saying, I don't know a lot about dairy in Atlanta, okay? But I know a little bit about small towns. They don't like black people. They're, if they're not populated by black people, there's some kind of contention there because it's not a lot of resources. And and uh, white people in small towns, is, is in some cases, can have a superiority complex um, because w- white people, when it comes to black people, a lot of times can have somewhat of a superiority complex, um, even if everybody's broke. Even if everybody's even, they still somehow think that there's like a leg up. Um, and in some cases there is, but it's, it's besides the point. Um, come on, my G. How? You blocked out a Nazi flag? How do you block out a Nazi flag? And I'm sure that's not. The, I'm sure that I'm sure. I'm sure there was a bunch of shit that went down that he quote unquote blocked out. I know they were saying nigga in front of him. I know they was. I would put my left hand on it, and I'm I'm left handed. I know they said nigga in front of him, and he probably blocked that out too. They probably said a bunch of wild shit while they was out there arresting black motherfuckers together on petty gun charges from Savannah to Atlanta to Darien. I bet a hundred percent. I bet he blocked out a bunch of shit. I bet he blocked out a, a uh, he blocked out a bunch of monkey jokes, a bunch of nigga words. I bet he blocked out a bunch of shit. Blocked out. If he blocked out a Nazi flag, it don't just stop there. There, the, the Nazi flag is like high up there. There's a bunch of shit that leads up to there. Oh, you know how they are. They, they probably did a whole bunch of unnecessary profiling. They probably did a whole bunch of illegal searches. They probably did a bunch of shit because he blocked it out. It's especially, he, I don't feel bad about this nigga at all. Get the fuck out of here. It's probably better. Probably was a nuisance 
probably was a rogue cop. He probably did all kinds of types of dumbass shit. It's probably a bunch of niggas in the hood that's happy this nigga got locked up. On the dead homies. Rojo Show, episode 88. Um, this has been a good one. Uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I'm about to go to Peace Produce and get some from the hot bar. Um, happy Mother's Day. Um, as usual, I'm available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, email me at show at gmail.com. And if you're not sharing, you're not a fan. Peace.